Welcome to Say Less Podcast with your hosts, Jordan and Brady. Dive deep in everything paranormal to the unbelievable. Go where no man has been before to find the answers you're searching for. We give you the facts, nothing less. So, welcome back to Say Less. Hey guys, Jordan here. Welcome to a new episode of Say Less Podcast. We're going to go a little different this week. Brady's taking the week off, but don't worry, you got me. Now, going into this, I wanted to do, I knew we did a strange Reddit posts episode uh, probably a few months back, and I was kind of like, I'm always on Reddit. I'm always looking at things, and I'm like, I'm all, all over these subreddits and stuff, and I'm like, some of these posts are actually really crazy. We could probably do another episode like this. So I decided to, for this week, have Strange Reddit Post 2. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over three in particular, and I'm going to kind of discuss a little bit of stuff afterwards um, and kind of give like my thoughts of what you know these weird Strange Reddit posts are. Now, a lot of these posts are done by just people who have experiences with things. You can take them with a grain of salt, or you can actually believe everything they say. Now, hearing these scenarios and these experiences that people have, it does make you question if they're real or not. And if they are real, then everything that we know about reality and in our world, it truly is something else. So, with that being said, let's discuss our first one, and this one's actually called The Entity. So this one actually goes into detail about an experience that this individual had with an entity that they believe might be extraterrestrial. So let's go ahead and listen to that one right now. I had a bizarre experience with an entity that informed me that this is all a mental phenomenon inside of our minds. I actually cannot believe I'm writing this. I grew up a man of science and an atheist. I always respected people's rights to have religious views until they infringed upon me, but felt that there was absolutely no evidence and therefore they were all equally nonsense. This was until a few months ago when I had one of the most bizarre experiences I could ever imagine. It occurred late at night, I would guess around 2.30am. I was enjoying a late night and my wife had already gone to sleep a few hours ago. I did have some marijuana at the time, however not a lot, I would compare it to maybe one to two beers of inebriation. One thing I enjoy about weed is that it makes me creative. I enjoy thinking about difficult problems while slightly high as I find that I can take more bizarre ideas seriously. It widens my imagination. I also pace when I get deep into thought. I found myself pacing nonstop. I couldn't stop thinking about the idea of whether or not I was in control. I was thinking, where do my initial thoughts come from? I know I can process my thoughts and reflect on them, but where does the new thought come from? I went in this direction for a while when suddenly I had this deep eureka experience. Here is where the bizarre experience began. I simultaneously understood that the world was not what I thought, that this physical aspect to reality was more illusion than real, and that the true reality was closer to thought itself. At the same time as this realization, a literal holographic grid appeared in front of me, and these tentacle-like apparitions were crawling out from it. They appeared slightly holographic and transparent like I could tell they were not physical. I freaked out and literally shook my head and tried to ground myself. The weird grid disappeared and I was freaked out. I sat down on my couch and then started thinking it through again. 
I was like, what the fuck just happened? Out of the corner of my eye, I thought I saw someone. It turned out to be a plant, but for a moment, I was 100% convinced there was something else in the room. The next moment, there literally was something in the room. It would later explain to me that it used to be my temporary belief that there was something here to enter. It explained that in a way, I am just as powerful as it, however, I am close-minded. For example, I am deeply convinced that I am physical and exist inside my physical human body. This is like a spell in the, in the thought world. The more you believe in a thought, the stronger it manifests and occurs. Since I was so deeply believed that reality is physical and that there is nothing more to it, these non-physical entities have a very hard time showing themselves to me. It's like revealing yourself to a deaf person if all you could do is make sounds. However, because I dropped this belief for a moment, they were able to enter. He went on to explain that he was not literally in my room, but was communicating directly with my mind. Our human minds still deeply anchor themselves to physical reality and therefore prefer the idea that what or whom we are speaking to has a body and is somewhere in space and time. So that is where he projected a body into the room. However, these entities themselves consist entirely of thought form. When they enter physical space, it is them believing that their physical aspect into existence, their true self exists entirely in the thought world. The way they communicate is so strange. It's almost as if someone in your mind thinks for you, but not in dialogue, more like ideas and realizations. The body of the being initially was transparent and humanoid. However, at times throughout the encounter, it shifted to different things. When I became quite scared, it would become black or appear like a gray alien. When I was like, oh shit, I'm going to get abducted. Then it would revert back to its original form when I calmed down. It told me many things that I cannot get into here. But the takeaway is that reality is thought first, physically second. He took me into my mind and showed me what I really was, the perspective of consciousness, that I'm kind of running the body like a drone operator runs a drone. They, I say they because it took on different personalities and at one point was a woman dressed in white Greek clothing. They told me they were proud of me, that it was quite difficult for entities in this human illusion to notice them and that they were very overjoyed that I did notice them. They hoped that I would continue to investigate and learn about this aspect of reality as they said that I am a good communicator and someone that is respected by others and therefore I should be ready to help others in dealing with the trauma of learning that reality is entirely not what we thought of. They implied that there is a very real chance that this realization will occur on a much larger scale, did not explain when or how. Part of my understanding was that they tried this in the past, however human minds were initially unable to comprehend what they were and therefore transform them into specific other types of entities, an example, angels, demons, vehicles, aliens, and etc. However, we are now at a time where human society can expose intelligent enough minds to abstract enough ideas that they can be comprehended more accurately, although we will never comprehend them totally, at least anytime soon. But there you have it. Just wanted to get it off my chest. I can't believe this happened. I still really believe it on some level. There was more to the experience. I could not possibly type it all out. Feel free to ask any questions if you have any. I would say the whole thing actually lasted about two to three hours.
Wow, what a crazy experience. Now, I do want to say that that was posted by Metallic Houdini on the uh, subreddit Experiencers. So um, just going into that, it, 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 it blows my mind. Like people have these scenarios and these experiences with these um, spiritual beings, these what they can interpret as like um, extraterrestrials or interdimensional beings. Now, I will go into a little bit of detail here, just kind of like giving my thoughts and opinions uh, on this post. Now, um, reading through it and reading through the comments, um, a lot of people like to say that this was more of a spiritual awakening for this individual, and um, it kind of correlates with a lot of what that they were experiencing um, as well. My honest opinion is that this person had almost an out-of-body experience where that they started to kind of see the world for what it is. Now, I know that they had mentioned that they had... Um, they had had this, this was a, an eye-waking experience for them. And um, they also, you know, say that they smoke marijuana. Marijuana can um, give you that kind of like high euphoria feeling. Now, it's not like, a, you know, like a, an acid or, you know, like a hallucinogenic um, drug. Although people can, you know, you know, get that high feeling, that euphoria, that euphoric feeling. And people can have like spiritual... Uh, things whenever they are um, on any kind of stimulant, you know, you know, it could, I, I'm, all I'm saying is that this individual definitely had some kind of spiritual awakening. Now the entity that they describe were like more like gray extra extraterrestrial beings and stuff like that, which is very, very cool. And um, whether or not I believe the story, the story is very, very, very strange. And um, I thought it was a very cool thing to kind of start this episode with, um, I like how that they kind of went more into detail about they they kind of went into detail about it, but then there's stuff that they said that they couldn't talk about that they experienced with this uh, either interdimensional being or this extraterrestrial being. So there's probably a lot of stuff that they just don't want to talk about, which is um, it makes sense if you have something like this happen to you and it's like a spiritual awakening that you might not want to discuss all of it. It might even bring back more trauma and stuff like that. So. Thought it was a very cool, strange post that I saw on Reddit, and I wanted to kind of give you guys, um, you know, kind of an idea of uh, kind of where this is going to go, so I really like that, and of course it's alien stuff, so <laughs> that's pretty cool too in itself. Now this next one that we have actually was on the Sleep Paralysis Stories subreddit, and it was from um, Clio Yankee. And this actually goes into detail about an experience that they had during sleep paralysis about a man with very crazy features. And I don't want to give too much away, so why don't we go ahead and listen to that one right now. Am I crazy? This happened to me, and I fear if I tell anyone that they'll think I'm crazy. So I'll tell all of you guys. I've suffered from sleep paralysis for a couple of years now. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's pretty bad. I've seen a man in my room before who looks like he's been in a pretty severe fire like he's full of blisters and you can see his flesh. When it happens I try not to look, however this time I made the mistake of opening my eyes when I saw him standing at my door and I just couldn't look away. I have to have my door slightly open when I sleep so that the bathroom light shines on my wall and I can see the shadow of whoever comes into my room before they actually get there. The gap isn't too big, but you could probably skip through it without touching the door if you were skinny enough. Uh, this isn't where he stood half and half out situation. 
It was kind of already staring when I opened my eyes, wide-eyed and charred all over. This happened about a month ago, but it's burned into my brain. I don't think I'll ever forget his wide, wide eyes. At another instance that happened a few days ago from when I'm writing this, I saw a hand that gripped the metal part of the surface area of my door handle thing. I was so sure I was awake for this as well because I watched the door move. Now, normally my dog will get up and, you know, have his hind legs and push my door open to let herself in, but my dog isn't tall enough to even get near the door handle as she is only a Jack Russell Terrier, and another thing is that my hand looked exactly like my mother's hand in the fact that my mother's hands are quite man-like and she has some thick fingers and long nails, so they're quite easy to identify to me. And when I woke up later after the experience, I went straight downstairs and asked if she had just opened my door. She just sat there and was eating her breakfast. I told her what had happened, but she was kind of shrugged and told me that spirits in our house aren't here to hurt us. But I don't care. It just freaks me out and makes me feel sick. Anyway, I just wanted to share some of my experiences that I've had. If anybody, you know, reads this, I just want them to let them know about everything that's been happening to me lately. I'm not sure I'll ever get over it. I just see his burned skin constantly in my mind. So I'm not going to lie, guys. When I first saw that post, I was thinking, this is some Freddy Krueger type shit. Like, (laughs) honestly, like the burn man and stuff like that. um, It really felt like some Freddy Krueger stuff. So um, sleep paralysis is a crazy thing. We've done a whole episode about sleep paralysis where we go over, you know, the hat man and stuff like that. And what people see and then there's, you know, stuff linked to like Benadryl and seeing the hat man and all this crazy stuff. Um I'm not going to get too much into the Benadryl and Hatman stuff, but I will go into a little bit of sleep paralysis. So if anyone's ever experienced sleep paralysis, it's a very um, crazy experience. You kind of feel like that you're um, stiff as a board, that you just can't move. Your whole body is like just, you're just sitting there and then you start having these like hallucinogenic things happen to you to where you're seeing things and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, is that, you know, and a lot of times the human mind can actually interpret things more into like a humanoid figure more uh, so than just like some crazy, you know, monsters. I mean, people see monsters and stuff too, but I think whenever the mind is trying to pinpoint something and try to um, explain things, kind of take an example uh, the Mars face, the face on Mars, where that they, um, people were seeing the face on Mars and it was, and you, it looks clear as day as like a face, but it's almost like the human mind is pinpointing anything that's more familiar with it. So it's trying to familiarize something. So if you were to see like a shadowy figure, and I've done this a countless of times. I'm sure everyone has. You look over and you see like a shadowy figure and you're kind of like looking hard enough and you're kind of pinpointing things and you're like, man, that looks like a human. That looks like a person. Um, so like in this scenario, they saw like this crazy burn figure, um, which is just so creepy to me. Um, just imagine something like a Freddy Krueger-esque uh, sleep paralysis demon taunting you and just staring at you and stuff while you're trying while you're there hopeless because you're having these sleep paralysis um happen to you now i do want to mention as well it did state that their um mother had mentioned something about uh i don't know like 
you know, like demons and stuff like that. So that's kind of a creepy thing too. It almost feels like a horror movie esque, like uh, maybe something's going on in that house and we're, you know, everyone's aware of it, but they're not. Um, but I did think that was, I know it was kind of a shorter story, uh, a post, but I thought that was a weird one. Um, sleep paralysis is a crazy experience. Um, I think like the burning of the face and all that, that was weird. Um, and who's this, I mean, they could be having like a nightmare experience, but, um, it felt like, I feel like in sleep paralysis, you can kind of differentiate reality from just a nightmare. So, um, cause I've had several sleep paralysis, um, or sleep paralysis, uh, experiences happen to me recently. I actually had one probably, I would say about a month ago, maybe a little bit less, I was just laying in bed and um, it it felt so real to me. It probably was like not real because um, what happened to me um, was I I saw like on the corner of my bed, I was laying there and I could see all the details of everything. Like on the corner, like on the side of my bed, I have like a water bottle where, you know, like if I want something in the middle of the night to drink and all that, my phone's laying there, my wallet, um, everything is just over on the side of my, my, uh, my uh, table from like right beside my bed and I saw like this crazy creepy it was almost like a gray alien very small gray alien and it kind of crawled and then kind of went to my bed and just stared at my face while I'm like kind of like on the side staring and it's staring at my face and kind of making a weird face at me and I kind of woke up screaming I was like ah you know and um I, I, I don't know if that was a, if that actually happened or not to me, but it felt in the sense of if like uh, it felt so real to me that um, when people do have these experiences, sleep paralysis or, you know, maybe a nightmare or whatever um, that it does. It, you feel hopeless in the scenario. You feel like that you cannot get out of that. And in that scenario, for, for me, an example, I couldn't move. Um, I just had to deal with it and I, I could look my I could shift my eyes and my eyes could move. Um my eyeballs, but, um, everything else in my whole body, I couldn't, I couldn't move any part of it. So maybe I was having a, a, an abduction experience and maybe like, I'm just kind of trying to cope with it now. But that being said, um, the sleep paralysis, uh, story right there, it did kind of like, I was like, oh, it was kind of creepy. And the fact that it did have an entity with like a burn face and stuff like that, I really thought that was uh, interesting. So that was, um, that next one, um, this, this very last one that we have, because I wanted to do three, I didn't want to do too many, but cause I wanted to kind of like, you know, really like save more for in case we wanted to do more. Um, this is actually on the abductions subreddit and it's by the user F Z ideas. And this actually goes into an abduction experience. So I know I just mentioned that I had an experience that I don't know if it's associated with abduction or not, or it could have been just a nightmare or something like that. But this one right here feels like it was an actual abduction experience. So let's go ahead and listen to that one right now. I was abducted in February 2001. There was somebody else in the room, and I hoped to find this person. Hello, everyone. First, I have to make clear that I do not have any medical preconditions that could be attributed to the experience like schizophrenia or anything else. I don't drink alcohol, do drugs, or abuse any substance, nor believe in funky stuff, or I'm a part of any association related to UFO investigation. I'm just a guy from a small town that happened to live through this experience. In fact, I'm very skeptical of all things unless there's proof or cross-checkable info. Just clearing out these, since there are, you know, classic deterrents used by deniers. 
This was late summer 2001. I was 16 years old and my house was reformed so my sister and I had others in our own bedroom. My new bedroom used to be a storage room. No outside windows and only a door that led to the house main hallway which didn't have any windows on the outside either. So a night with very heavy rain and thunderstorm. I stayed awake until the radio station I listened to finish its programming at 1 a.m. I turned around bed for a long time. I wasn't sleepy yet. I was trying to be, but I wasn't. At about 2 a.m. I was laying on the bed facing upwards, wide awake, and my whole body was paralyzed. I tried to move and call for my mother, but I couldn't speak either. A few seconds later, I began slowly levitating, stiff as a wooden plank. I still remember the bed sheets slowly sliding aside. When I was about 30 centimeters above the bed, I took a reference shelf where I had the radio and some books. I saw a flash of light inside the room and lost consciousness thereon. I woke up, dizzy, in a big room, which looked made of very fine brushed aluminum walls. I could hear a hum, as you, like with a power station, but kind of muffled. I tried to move my body unsuccessfully, yet I could move my neck and head around. Everything was very realistic. I can tell it wasn't a dream. I looked towards my feet and realized in some sort of full metal bed with a bit of inclination upwards on the shoulders and head side. I wasn't strapped, but it wasn't necessary. I was immobile. I turned my head to the left and looked at the roof too. I could see it was a square room, but there were no doors, no windows. I turned to the right, and to my surprise, I see another bed, and there was a girl on it. She was in her underwear, as I was, and was unconscious. She was Caucasian, with dark, wavy, long-to-elbows hair. I look at the room on her end, no windows or doors. It was a full metal box. I stare at her, hoping she will wake up and communicate. But as soon as she did and we made eye contact, she looked surprised and scared past me. I turn to my left again and from a seamless door comes in one typical gray alien. It was wearing a platinum or silver covered jumpsuit with a very thin wine colored v-neck. The creature sensed my fear and immediately telepathically said, don't worry, everything will be fine. My fear turned to nervousness, but I wasn't afraid from that point on for some strange reason. It was so polite it had the power to calm me down. It came close to me and walked around the bed to my right, standing between both beds. I look at the girl again. She's nervous too. I turn towards the door and another gray comes in. It doesn't look as friendly as the other. The first one calms me down again and says, again, telepathically, this won't take long. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. After that, it hovered its hand over my face, and I fell into a deep sleep. I resisted, but it was impossible. I woke up in my bed. It was 7 a.m., and my whole bed was soaking wet. I was sweating from my head to toe so bad that my underwear was heavy. I didn't piss myself because it didn't smell like urine, and the bed was wet from the headrest to the feet as if somebody would have dropped the bucket. I was very agitated. My mother, who had just woke up, calls me for calls for me since she hears I'm not that right. I tell her it's fine, that I had a nightmare. In fact, I did think it was a nightmare at the time. So I go to my bathroom to wash my face and dry myself off. 
And when I look at myself in the mirror, I realized I was marked in my chest. I had two marks, an L-shape and a V-shaped one. One of the four red dots, another five. They didn't itch, hurt, or burn. They looked like tattoos. I get scared and go get a ruler, since they looked too perfect. In fact, they were. There was a perfect five millimeter separation between one dot and the other. The L was a perfect 90 degree angle, and then the other L was 45. They looked like they made a, with a tool or something. I freak out, but my shame was less than my fear and surprise, so I tell my mother and I show her. She's skeptical to the story, but decides to take me to a dermatologist for a review just in case it was, you know, the beginning of a severe sickness. About a week after we go. The marks were still there, the dots didn't hurt, burn or itch, but I did have a stinging pain every now and then. The doctor looks at them and recognizes she has never seen anything like it. Of course I didn't tell anybody about the event. She said that I should go for a checkup four months later. The dots disappeared from one day and the others before that. After that, I had two sightings, one on each of the following years, one with my father, the other with my cousin. From 2004 onwards, just radio silence. Not a single sign, experience, sighting, anything. It's as if they forgot about me. Over all these years, I have pondered about many questions and opened my mind even more. At first, I wondered why I was taken aboard the ship and who that girl was and where she was from. What time I thought about the possibilities, not so narrowed down to the understanding. What if it wasn't a ship, but maybe a lab somewhere else on a base or a planet? What if the girl looked human, but really wasn't? All of these were open possibilities in my eyes. All I know is that I was taken and marked and that my strongest witness is the girl. I hope that she is alive and I really hope that this can get to her someday and we can put the pieces of all this puzzle together. All that given she is from this planet, of course. Wow. So that one actually blew me away. That's why I wanted to end on that one, guys. Um, This abduction experience is just crazy because a lot of people do state that they have abduction experiences with they have other humans are being abducted and um, stuff like that. So like when you're having this experience with these gray entities, these gray extraterrestrial beings and everything seems so foreign that it's so it almost feels like when these people experience these things, it feels like that's the thing that they can relate to because it is something that they're familiar with when you see something, another human and they look more human. Um, I know that they questioned at the end that they that they're hoping that they are human so that they can find them and stuff like that and kind of like almost like validate that they're not crazy or justify that they're not crazy. Um, yeah. So like this was a, this was a very interesting one. I do like that. It's not like you're, it, it is like you're an abduction experience, but it also like pinpoints, like I didn't have just this experience with myself. This was um, another person, um, th- this being a woman that had had this experience with me as well. So I'm just trying to pinpoint and find this person. Um, so like this, I really liked it. It went into detail about the, um, the typical, like, um, you know, you're, you're on a UFO, then you see like, you know, the metal stuff around you. It almost looks like an operating table. Um, I did think it was 
kind of cool that they went into the fact that they felt like this alien was telepathically communicating with them, telling them everything's going to be okay, don't worry. And then there was another entity that felt more um, not so nice, that it was almost like it was, uh, that there was one that was like almost good cop, bad cop, but with extraterrestrials. So that was interesting to me as well. Um, that whole experience to me, I just, when I was reading it, I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's crazy. So that was definitely a strange one in my opinion, um, with that. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm sorry. It was a little different than what we usually do. I didn't get into a whole lot of details and stuff and talked about, um, you know, certain things. This was an episode that I've been wanting to do for a while and I decided let's just I'll go ahead and do it, and then um, next week we can do just a regular episode that we usually do, but I wanted to kind of switch things up a little bit, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed making it. I enjoyed looking through all this. I did look at a lot of other posts, too, but I had to like pinpoint my favorites, and these were my favorites. Um, if you guys want to see us do another episode like this uh, where we can involve Brady in it as well, um, just let us know, and we'll, we'll definitely uh, make time for that. But uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of the Strange Reddit Post 2. That will conclude this episode. And um, that's it, guys. I hope you guys have a, have a great week, and we will see you with the next one. Thank you. Thank you.